0: This is a HeadGum Podcast.
1: Hello and welcome to the Complete Guide to Everything, a podcast about everything. I'm one of your hosts, Tom. And I'm Tim. How are you doing this week, Tim? I'm hungover today. Me too. Me and you hung out last night with uh, an old buddy of ours that, that neither of us had seen in a while, Jerry and... Uh, too much to drink.
0: The three of us don't really drink or go out or do anything. No. Um
1: and, and we and we were out to nine thirty last night.
0: <laughs> when I got home drunk and not even too drunk, but yeah. I'm still very hungover from it. But like I walked in the door at like mm-hmm. five after ten. Yeah. It uh it's pathetic. It is pathetic. I
1: thought uh, you were pathetic. Like, I was I still got like you.
0: eight hours of sleep, and uh-huh. I just woke up
1: still. I didn't feeling... even feel like I got that drunk, and I've been hungover all day, which is uh, some kind of curse.
0: Let that be a lesson to the other middle-aged men out there.
1: <laughs> be careful. Yeah, even
0: a few beers uh, can ruin your whole week. Yeah,
1: you got to, uh, I don't know, keep drinking so that you don't... Uh, Get hungover by just having a few beers. Just never stop? Just keep drinking.
0: That's probably then the... That, I that's... mean,
1: I'm having my second beer tonight right now, and uh, let me tell you, I feel better. <laughs> I feel better already. And, Tom, let me tell you, you look great, <laughs> I I can feel it. I can feel I'm uh, sweating all the toxins out.
0: How are you doing this week, Tom?
1: Uh, I'm doing good, although I had a... Uh, uh, A tricky situation today that that I'd like to know what you would have done. Ooh,
0: I specialize in tricky situations, Tom. Well,
1: in this case, I hadn't created... And sticky situations, but we (laughs) won't get into that. In this case, I hadn't caused the tricky situation, which I feel like you are good at getting yourself into. uh, Oh,
0: I'm always getting myself into scrapes.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Uh, It's usually just like a like a meaningless shoplifting that you're doing. That's uh, it's just kind of- hey, It's a compulsion. <laughs> it's like you're stealing things you don't need yeah, and that you could easily alive. afford. Yeah. You know, candy it's bars. It's not about that, Tom. Yeah, it's a, the thrill of stealing.
0: Yeah, it's part of that. It's partially just like I need to do it.
1: Yeah, and that's one of the uh, sticky situations I was referring to, the time uh, you you forgot about it and all the chocolate melted. Inside your pants. That
0: was quite a sticky situation that I did not do a good job extracting myself
1: from. Uh, so here is my tricky situation. Tim, you know uh, what alternate side of the street parking is.
0: Oh, God. Are we going to uh, get into that? Okay. Yes, I do. D- but can like... you
1: explain it for maybe people that don't live in a city that has this stupid...
0: In New York City. I don't know how other cities do it. Some do, some don't. That's my guess. <laughs> there is street parking you can park your car on the street in parking spots on however, the side of the
1: street yes although most people don't seem to follow that
0: however mm-hmm. once and in some areas twice, twice a week mm-hmm. you have to move your car there are there are 2 hours usually where you cannot park your car on that side of the street. so Because a street
1: sweeper is going to
0: come. Ostensibly, that's the excuse. They, they do
1: get. come. Sometimes. Uh,
0: by me, they come all the time. Okay, well, then you, I've, I've noticed the very sparkling, clean streets.
1: <laughs> well, thank you. Uh, I, I pay out of pocket to get them to come <laughs> a, a few extra times a week.
0: So, essentially, for a couple hours, mm-hmm. one day or two days a week, um, everybody on one side of the street, on a certain area of blocks, has to move their car at the same time and mm-hmm. can't be parked there. Yeah, um, And then everybody has to move them back. So, parking, figuring out your parking for the week, especially mm-hmm. if you don't drive your car every day, it turns into some strategic yeah,
1: game. Yeah, you, you've got to keep track of where it is. Because also, you don't want to be moving your... If you can't park between 12.30 and 1... Or 1230 and two, you don't want to be moving your car at 1230 because guess uh, what?
0: Every Tom, Dick, and Harry in the goddamn city is doing it yeah, at that time.
1: Yeah, so you can't, well, not in the city, just you know, maybe on a couple of blocks. But yeah. but you can't find a spot because everybody is in the same situation. So you have to move it ahead of time. So what I do, uh, I know people are probably, take out your notebooks you want to know what i do tom's guide to <laughs> For life. alternate side yeah. is usually you know it's uh monday thursday and tuesday friday and wednesday is a free day you don't have to oh. nobody has to move their car then is if you're in a tuesday spot i this is the ideal situation you're in a tuesday spot <laughs> on sunday night monday comes along right as soon as it's over say alternate sides over at two Maybe 15 minutes before, then you move your car to to there, and now you've got until Thursday. Right, and then you do the same thing again on Wednesday. You move, you know, you you just kind of stay one step ahead. Yeah, don't
0: worry about the detail. This is like tenet. The movie Tenet.
1: <laughs> it's just no like
0: Tenet. Just follow follow the emotion of the story here. Yeah, yeah. Just strap in. Enjoy the ride here. <laughs> Don't get bogged down in the details. Um, I'd say this alternate side story is is definitely on par with the Christopher Nolan film Tenet. Maybe that's what his Box next us. movie
1: is going to be about. Maybe, maybe all these other things have been a warm-up to trying to explain how these rules work and mm-hmm. the best way to uh, work around them. Now, however, the, the I guess, fail-safe, the backup, is that if you fail to move your car and you can't find a spot, they won't ticket your car as long as you're sitting in it.
0: They don't make you nominally move it if they come by? No. But doesn't that impede the street, street sweeper, sweeper from absolutely. doing their yes. job? Mm-hmm. And then you're paying on both ends at this point.
1: What do you mean I'm paying on both You're paying
0: things? the street sweeper to come around.
1: Oh, me personally, yeah. 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 Well, I only do it on the side of the street I'm not on. <laughs> but uh, but that's like, you So know. you go
0: out and sit in your car. You have to essentially start the engine of your car mm-hmm. and idle. So like yes. at any given time, there's a lot of cars just idling, just mm-hmm. for no reason spewing toxins into the air
1: yeah. in the neighborhood. Yeah. Yeah, it gets canceled out by all the trucks doing it, though. (laughs) Uh, It's something to do with diesel and unleaded gas. I can't get into the details. That's for another episode. But uh, so I was in this situation today. I had to sit in my car because I screwed up and I forgot to move it. So it sucks. I go out there with, like, you know, a book and
0: uh harmonica
1: harmonica i i I come up with a blues song about having to sit in my car out there for 90 minutes but so today it's happening and it's right outside my apartment building like which is great like i can connect to the wi-fi sometimes even uh it's close enough But there, there's a guy in the car in front of me, and I recognize him as a guy that I see that lives across the street. I was hoping to be a celebrity. I recognized him as
0: uh, acclaimed actor George Clooney. (laughs) Uh,
1: No, Tim, I don't live in uh, that kind of neighborhood. Uh, I assume he lives in a very uh, uh, austere neighborhood to to go along with all this charitable. uh, Yeah, but he's still moving his
0: his, uh, his car for alternate side he's still. Yeah. Yep.
1: hey stars they're just like us but so i'm sitting there th- this guy's in his car and he and he comes out and he's like looking at me and at first i think like he's mad at me for something yeah well that's, whenever anybody <laughs> that just always that's my default assumption if somebody's <laughs> looking at me they're mad at me for something i did uh, but then he comes over and I roll down the window and I'm actually like see for
0: some gray poop No,
1: that would have been awesome. Uh, no, but I like had my laptop with me. I was a- I was actually doing work, and he's like, "Hey, um, I'm going inside. If they come around, can you just like honk the horn or something?" And I go, "Yeah." And then he leaves. and I go, "Why did I agree to that? What? And now?" I spend the next fucking hour instead of doing work, like having to keep one eye out because his car is right in front of mine. It's bigger than mine, so I can't see past it. Right. But from what I can see, there are no other cars between the corner and this car. So if a if a traffic cop comes to ticket, they're going to. I, I'm not going to get any warning. I'm not going to see him until he's writing the ticket out for that car. Yeah. And also, honk. People are honking all the time. It's the city. And yeah. then if I'm honking, is the guy is the traffic cop going to be mad at me for honking the horn? <laughs> you're,
0: you're very concerned with people being mad yeah. at you. Yeah.
1: But mostly it was just now I have to keep an eye out because... If I don't, and this guy comes back out and there's a ticket on his windshield, because sometimes that happens where I'm like working and I don't even notice until I leave. Oh shit, the car in front of me and behind me both have tickets. Yeah, I didn't even notice the guy come by, but he saw me and just kept walking. That is an
0: asinine rule. Also, by the way, like, oh, there's a guy in the car wasting his time. Well, you're (laughs) exempt from a ticket.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's more, I think, just that it's the assumption,
0: hey, but when the street sweeper comes, you're gonna get out of the way, right? I don't think
1: they give a shit one way or another. The, but if, the people then why tickets. not?
0: Why not give the ticket?
1: Because then they're gonna they have to get don't, into they a don't confrontation. Want, they don't want a guy somebody. mad at them. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> then the guy, most of the time, when people are mad at them, they're long gone by then. Yeah. But if they have to like actually give you a ticket, like if you start giving me a ticket, I would be like, all right, I'll leave.
0: Yeah, you could just drive away. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And then I would just go around the block and come back. Run them over. (laughs) But Nobody's
0: tried that. What? (laughs) someone's given
1: you a parking ticket, run them over. But what should I have said to this guy? Because also it's like, well, wait a minute, pal. Why? Yeah. Oh, actually, hold on. You know what? I'll go inside. You sit out here and you honk if he comes. Why do you get the privilege?
0: Yeah. I mean, you didn't have to say yes.
1: But that that's a
0: pretty big ask.
1: Yeah. Do you think that guy had to poop well, real bad? Here's the thing. I also thought, like, oh, he's going inside for five or ten minutes. Yeah. And that, yeah, uh, no problem. Yeah, if you got to poop or whatever, yeah. go go do it. No problem. I'll honk if he comes. But no, an hour later, the guy just never came back. This is the thing, Tom. I bet he had, in his mind, mm-hmm.
0: an intention, like, I'm going to come back in five yeah. or ten minutes. I have something to do inside that's urgent. And then he he got a taste of the sweet life, and he's like, <laughs> yeah. well, I got Tom Reynolds out there working yeah, for me. Yeah, he's probably
1: watching me through the window laughing, drinking yeah. a glass of yeah, champagne. Exactly. He's like,
0: I don't need to come back out there. What yeah. I um, no, that's,
1: for, that's for suckers, like that idiot.
0: This guy was too much of a coward to say anything except for, yeah, yes, sir, of <laughs> course. Oh, absolutely, <laughs> yeah, sir. Yeah, so like, what am I doing rushing back out there well, to sit the, like a, a jackass? If a
1: traffic cop comes, I'll try and take his gun, sir. <laughs>
0: Uh, depending on the way that it was asked. Yeah. I think I would have done what you did, but I think I would have also been like, yeah, although I might have to run at some point. Yeah. Um, so like.
1: I'll do my best, but don't count on me. Yeah,
0: exactly. Um.
1: In in retrospect, I was also thinking that I could have been like, yeah, you're coming back, right? And if he was like, oh no, that you'd be like, Well, I can't promise I'm gonna watch your car for an hour.
0: <laughs> also, what is this guy doing? Like, what is the plan here? Right? He's in his apartment. Is he on the first floor?
1: Uh I think so. And literally, like his door, he walked ten feet into his apartment.
0: So you are Keeping an eye out. If you mm-hmm. see any kind of cop car come, you immediately start mashing the horn. No, Is that no. what he expects?
1: Uh, I don't think so. Because like you see them coming, they walk. You know the the uh, traffic cops. Okay, but like so, him he's mm-hmm. in his apartment uh-huh. doing
0: the important business that he's right. doing, and he hears beep beep beep, and he's like, "That's Tom Reynolds." Yeah, my, I mean, it... and then he what? Prints out. Yeah, exactly. And just, like uh cuz that's the other thing I don't thing. know I'm, that this plan even
1: executed to perfection would would spare him a ticket. I mean that's the other thing that I'm thinking the whole time like and then is he yeah, going to blame if, you? if, if for I that? see if I see them five cars down, I could honk and you could come out. Sure. But yeah, but, but like, there's he's no guarantee the of honk. that. Yeah. got to
0: recognize a honk. Right. We hadn't agreed on like a pattern of honk. Yeah, hunks. that's what you should have asked huh,
1: him. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Uh, huh. But your... then a lot of people do that just for fun.
0: And does your horn do different uh, <laughs> tones like that, no, like different but notes?
1: I have a, I have an extra horn in the car that I keep, though, that's uh, tuned, <laughs> tuned a little different. You
0: should have made it really... Annoying for him. You should have just been like, "Yeah, but we're gonna need a secret honk, right? So what should it be? <laughs> and it can't be just something. Well, no, They can't I, be shaving a haircut two bits because like some yeah. people do that for yeah, fun anyway. Yeah, you can't do uh, this is serious business like
1: cucaracha either because sometimes it's problematic these da, 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 days. Da, yeah. But they they sell those horns that do that. They do. But if
0: it, Tom, mm-hmm. if if you're if you're that horn, if you're honking that, yeah. that horn in 2023, <laughs> something's wrong here.
1: Uh, what if I just had a, ahoga, ahoga. I mean, One of those. Yeah. I should have just kept honking the horn, and then every time he came out, be like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, false alarm. I, I thought that that dog was a police dog. You should have kept
0: honking the horn, and then. Pretending like you didn't honk the... Or deny <laughs> honking the horde. That wasn't me. Yeah, oh, yeah, you came out here. Yeah, I heard that too. Yeah. Some other guy honked.
1: All right, all right. Now, if this happens again, I feel more comfortable. I've got a few different options <laughs> in my quiver that I could uh, pull out. Aside from just saying, oh, no, I, I don't, I don't want to do that. No thanks. Or just not rolling my window down in the first place.
0: Or uh, you could have just been like, yeah, I, like... I'm working. Yeah, uh, I, I might I miss it. I might be to... bad at this job that yeah. you're asking me to do. And but then what if he's
1: like, "Oh, were you an idiot?" Then yeah. what am I gonna say? Yes.
0: Yeah. Hey, my uh, my mom always said, "Stupid is as stupid does." Yeah. Oh, and yeah. then he'll
1: he'll be so embarrassed. that He got so owned. He got by, he's by like, a oh, Gump Gump- Gumped. Well, Tim. Speaking of Hollywood.
0: Speaking of Forrest Gump himself. We're not speaking of Forrest Gump himself. Yeah, Tom Hanks. He's a Hollywood actor, Tom. He He's a, on strike.
1: Yeah, but not. But you're talking about the, the man Forrest Gump. He's not a Hollywood actor. I'm sure Forrest Gump has a SAG card through some uh, uh, crazy that, shenanigans. Not, that
0: didn't happen in the movie, huh? Him like, getting a ta- SAG card? Yeah. <laughs> well, no. <laughs> you would think they'd be like, oh, uh, he, he wandered onto the set of... The Godfather, mm-hmm. and uh, told Francis Ford Coppola, you know, like, oh, you should make this about the mafia, because it wasn't yeah. going to be a mafia movie or something. You
1: should tell him to take the cannoli. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it seems to me he's making an offer.
1: <laughs> I don't think he can refuse that <laughs> offer. <laughs> ah, yeah. all right. Yeah. Calls the writer yeah. over. Uh, yeah, they should put that in Forrest Gump. You
0: you would think there'd be some Hollywood aspect of it, right, huh? Yeah.
1: Uh, Yeah, I don't know if they need to put in how Forrest Gump gets a SAG card.
0: They may not get a SAG card, but the
1: WGA would be relevant (laughs) to our, uh...
0: Do you think Forrest Gump can write? I think he can dictate.
1: That's true. Yeah, he dictated that whole story to different people on the bus stop.
0: Yeah. Well, they weren't. He was just telling a story. He was just talking.
1: Yeah, but they made a movie out of it. Yeah.
0: Just hey. he the, using
1: uh, the, his narration.
0: Good on you, Forrest Gump. Yeah. Hey, good you on it. you,
1: whoever was sitting there and uh, uh, audio taped that conversation. Yeah. Good thinking. Um, Tim, we're talking about Hollywood and the strikes. That hurt my throat when I did that. <laughs>
0: All these lazy bones who All don't want to work.
1: multi-millionaires. They got the lives of, uh, of God. God well, yeah. himself. And they just don't know. That's that's, that's not our stance on this. Where meanwhile, nice guys like Bob Iger, they're trying to help everyone, trying to entertain everybody.
0: Yeah, just trying to take home tens or sometimes hundreds of millions yeah. of dollars in one year. But
1: they're the ones that really care about art. Bob Iger. That's why he's in it. That's why he came back. It wasn't because they gave him even more money. Anyway, Tim, we're talking about
0: unequivocal support for the WGA and SAG-AFTRA. Even though I have come to, did you say uh, SAG AFLAC? (laughs) Yeah. Why the duck? Right? (laughs) The ducks on strike. I haven't seen. Have you seen the duck on TV lately? Yeah, I
1: guess the duck is on strike. That's the only way to explain it. Uh, continue. What were you saying?
0: Um, unequivocal
1: though, support, but... Even
0: though, lately, you know this, I've come to the conclusion that um, it's silly that uh, made-up stories uh, <laughs> and people pretending to be things um, captures my imagination. I'm embarrassed that I love the movies
1: <laughs> and TV. Yeah, you think it's silly and frivolous. <laughs> yeah. You're but like it, you you're know, like what? some late 18th century industrialist.
0: <laughs> yeah, but I but a union man, Tom. We're supportive of the union.
1: Yes. Uh, and uh, what is it since the first time since 1960? I think that both are on strike at the same time. Yeah. And now the writers were previously on strike. What was that? 2007, 2008. Yep. And the actors. When were they last on strike? Oh, that, uh, that's uh I think it was 1980 I think it was a while ago I think they came close uh more recently yeah I think so or, or were on strike maybe for a short time but it but it got resolved pretty quickly but this time, doesn't seem like it's going to be resolved anytime soon.
0: Now everybody's digging in their heels. Uh, yeah. The uh, A-M-P-T-P-A. <laughs>
1: something like that. Uh, oh, uh, A-M-P-T-P, uh, yeah. which uh, represents the producers, represents the the studios.
0: American Motion Picture and Television Producers. That's Association probably.
1: As- of... Probably not American. So, yeah, something like that. Yeah. It might be American, because, I mean... Uh, like I know at least sag these colors don't run. Well, like sag and the WGA are specific to America right. and uh not specific to Americans. You can be part of the union if you're not an American, but it it's supposed to mostly
0: work being done in the the good old US affair.
1: Yes, uh because there's you know it's re- one of the I mean we'll we'll be dissecting this over the next, what, five hours? <laughs> yeah, this said, uh, strap in, folks. <laughs> uh, but one of the things I was reading about was... Um,
0: <laughs> Alternate side talk <laughs> for 15 minutes, and then it was five, five hours, hours of... Uh, going going
1: uh, line by line through union negotiations, going through the, uh, both proposed contracts. <laughs> the uh, union in the UK, uh, Actors' Equity, uh, apparently legally is not allowed to strike at the same time as SAG. Yeah. And I, I don't know why that is. It seems like they are not, like, I read a statement that they put out that was basically, like, you know, Sorry. legally we cannot <laughs> tell people because actually it was, like, a, I guess they had to put out, uh you know, it seemed helpful. It seemed like they were probably getting inundated with this, uh questions from people, like, okay, if I'm... SAG, but not equity, but I'm in London filming something. What, what am I supposed to do? And they basically put out a statement, like laying out all the different situations where they couldn't, they couldn't help you. They couldn't back you. So they were like, no, they can fire you if you don't show up for work here because you're not allowed in this situation. You're not allowed to strike show up to work please if you don't they'll fire you and there's nothing we can do to to help with that right uh confusing very confusing yeah why there would be that kind of uh law i mean i'm sure it's you know some some big
0: margaret thatcher that's what that was the somebody mentioned that on uh social media this oh, week yeah? that law and somebody was like well i'm Dancing on Margaret Thatcher's grave. Yeah, or something. I mean that so makes like, sense. Yeah, that, maybe that I don't it, know. I, bl- I blame most problems in my life on uh, Ronald Thatcher. Reagan. <laughs>
1: uh, no, but I mean she was f- fiercely anti-union, so it yeah. wouldn't surprise me. But it seemed like this law. Lo- I guess there are a lot of different uh, industries that that it could cover. When we were growing up, Tom mm-hmm.
0: was the prevailing. Sentiment that we were kind of exposed to that when those air traffic controllers went on strike <laughs> and Reagan just came and like fired them all, yeah, that that was a good thing. Um, I feel like we like learned that in school,
1: yeah. Uh, I don't know if they specifically said it was a good thing, but they but I'm sure they didn't say it was a bad thing. I mean, and that's the kind of thing that like. You know, Reagan and his supporters held up as, like, look at this guy. And I believe he was the president of SAG when they were on strike in 1960. He was. So, like, you know, yeah, he's a a scab. (laughs) But uh, this weird, like, especially, like, these
0: days. I feel like if, like... Uh, air traffic controllers were like hey we're keeping the skies keeping all these planes from crashing into each other in the skies we're like we need better working conditions the american public would be more sympathetic yes i
1: i would hope so
0: even though we're like more fiercely anti-union than ever um in the uh, u.s that's and tides turning, yeah, tide's the turning t- yeah i
1: i think the tide is turning uh and, uh, you know, I, I've seen people point out that, like, the tides seem to be turning for years uh, where people are coming around and, and realizing uh, the benefits of unions and uh, uh, and unionizing workplaces. I, I guess that's where the tide's turning. That's where we hear a lot more about, like, Amazon workers trying to unionize and, and hearing about how awful their conditions are. Yeah. Uh, specifically. And then learning, like, oh, like, uh, big corporations, they try and stop <laughs> these people from unionizing, and uh, they're not allowed to. They're not supposed to do that. It's illegal. Uh, or at least, to like, you know, there are plenty of legal ways they can try and stop it, but uh, they, they, they try everything they can because uh, it works out for them like you know it's their bottom oh, line jeffy bezos
0: yeah so he's gonna work out for him and well the, and uh,
1: and all these companies always come out John starbucks all yeah all these companies always come out and they're like no if you unionize we won't be able to do that we're looking out for your best interest it's like well if you were then they wouldn't be looking to unionize <laughs> Like, you have to be an idiot to believe that, like, oh, all of a sudden, no, they, they they, got the message. They said they're, you know, it's like an abusive relationship. No, you said things are going to be different this time.
0: Yeah. Yeah, you're telling me things are great. So uh, <laughs> who am I to, to argue?
1: Um, so let's talk about the reasons behind this stream. Yeah,
0: the nanny. No, that's that's not what... Uh, I yeah, mean, the nanny was like, everybody stop working. <laughs>
1: Uh Fran Drescher is currently the president of SAG. So one of the things I love about SAG is like the president's usually somebody pretty famous. Like not an A-list actor, but no, like, a, like before a
0: her actor. before her it was like somebody it was Andrea from 90210, I think. Oh, was it? Yeah.
1: And was it Mr. Feeney the
0: Oh, was he? I think he was. Well, now, uh, now you're saying, yeah, well that that does trend A-list.
1: <laughs> No, but it's always like uh, it seems like it's often you know TV actors who are like people that have been working for years and years and yeah. years, uh, and yeah, it's just interesting seeing somebody like Fran Drescher up there. You're from like, the TV, and yeah. like yeah,
0: of course that because that's what that's what the job that they're representing is.
1: Yeah, the uh, people on the TV, and and hey, look, you're back on the TV now.
0: Yeah, oh, the it's nanny's like twin. <laughs> oh. oh, she she's been walking around for the last five years pitching this nanny reboot. Yeah, and no all takers. Of a sudden, and then she's like, "Well, I know how to get back in the spotlight."
1: Yeah, they'll do one of those reboots where it's like a like oh this time the nanny's uh, reality TV show. I haven't seen one minute
0: of the TV show the nanny.
1: Really? Yeah. Yeah you have. It used to play on reruns all the time. Who are
0: you? A guy from the who was born in freaking the forties? What? It used to play on reruns all the time. Yeah. <laughs> That's
1: how we say it, Tim. And look, if, if they go back to playing things on reruns, then we'll we'll solve I all said these born
0: in the like born
1: these, in the twenties. All these they didn't have reruns back then,
0: well, Tim. No, well then they're born, maybe not when they were a baby. Uh
1: they didn't have reruns for a long time because famously in Back to the Future, in nineteen fifty five, he says they saw a honeymooners episode on re on a rerun, and his uncle, who's a little kid, goes, What's a rerun? Tom. They never had heard of it before. Back
0: to the Future, it's it's not airtight, Tom.
1: Well, they got everything right about tw- what 2015 would be like. You know
0: what? I, that pisses me off. <laughs> what? When people judge movies like, oh, the, oh, the movie, the movie isn't good mm-hmm. uh, because like it incorrectly. You know, th- that's not what
1: 2015 was yeah. like. It's like they knew that. They just want to make it fun. Yeah. They were
0: making a movie, not trying to predict the
1: future. Yeah. They were like, what would be more fun, having flying cars or just everybody looking at their phones all the time? Being sad. Yeah. Depressive. Yeah. Being, being sad about everything and everything just kind of generally sucking. Nah, how about this? Yeah. You can get a dehydrated pizza pizza. You put it in the Black and Decker hydrator, rehydrator. You got a delicious pizza in no time. That pizza in that movie looks so it good. It did look so good and then they like pull it out, but that's because they, they had that uh, uh cross promotional deal cuz remember you could go to Pizza Hut and get the glasses, the yeah. Back to the Future 2
0: glasses that looked awesome. Tongue, yeah. Did you get them? Yeah, I got them. Yeah, I got them too. I didn't, I didn't see th- the
1: movie in theaters. I was oh, just fan I saw of the, the glasses. Movie in theaters. And I remember being so upset because I was like, oh, man, Back to the Future 3. Like, we'll have to go see that one. And I think my dad was like, nah, one and done. <laughs> like we're, and then I had to read the novelization. And the novelization was obviously written before the second movie was shot because they were shot together. So it, like, had in- inaccuracies about what had happened prior. Very confusing. I should have read the second part novelization, then the
0: third. Well, I haven't seen an episode of The Nanny, Tom. It just didn't appeal to me. Mm -hmm. This episode is sponsored by Saqqara. Tom, Mm -hmm. if there's one thing that you and I have in common,
1: we both like meals. We do, especially when it's easy.
0: Yeah, we like eating food Mm -hmm. in uh, meal form. Yeah. So guess what? If you're like us and if you're looking for meals that are ready to eat, delivered to your door and actually help you look and feel your best, Sakara is the answer. And it's so much more than just a meal delivery program. Sakara is a nutrition program that's like having a nutritionist and chef in one. Yeah. It's like if I were in your
1: house, I'm a nutritionist You're dessert. not either of those things.
0: Their meals are expertly designed to support your summer wellness goals, from weight management to clearer skin and boosted energy. And guess what? They're also delicious. They are. I'm not just saying that. We've tried these things. They're they're, delicious. Yeah, They bring expertly designed organic nutrition programs and wellness essentials right to your door, Sakara does. They're science-backed, ready-to-eat meals, deliver results you can see and feel from weight management and eased bloat. To boosted energy and clearer skin. And right now Sakara is offering our listeners twenty percent off their first order when they go to Sakara.com slash guide or enter code guide at checkout. That's Sakara sakar dot slash guide to get twenty percent off your first order. Sakara slash guide. So what are you waiting for?
1: All right, Tim, we were going to get into uh, why they did this. Why'd they do this? Why'd they stop making movies? I love movies and TV shows. Come on. I love TV shows. Keep making them. Yeah, put the Sopranos back on. Yeah. Um, Tim, there's a few big reasons why. uh, I think, actually... Like, both unions are going on strike for very similar reasons, it seems like. Yeah, well, the whole
0: entertainment industry completely changed.
1: Yeah, got upended. Yeah, in the last few years with, the,
0: hey, with all these streaming services. Yes.
1: Well, and hilariously, well, not so hilariously because it, it didn't work out well. When the, the last time the writers went on strike, it was because of, like, Mobisodes. Yeah. <laughs> it was because... Uh, Studios were just getting into uh, putting stuff online, putting stuff on the internet. And I mean, I'm joking about there was like a very specific like year or two where every show I specifically remember Lost in 24 and The Office all having mobisodes. Mobile episodes. Yeah, which were meant to be watched on your like Nokia smartphone. <laughs> it would probably cost you like forty-eight dollars in data. Um no, but they had them on websites too, or webisodes, they would call them. And it was like, you know, I don't know, a five minute thing, usually with like a minor character that they had their own storyline. And the weird thing is I remember this being a big thing and kind of thinking like, ah, it doesn't seem like anybody wants this, anybody likes this. The
0: shows that I loved that did it. Yeah. I was never like, well, let me get to uh, Nokia phone so I can <laughs> yeah. see the adventures of uh, Stanley on The Office. Yeah. Um,
1: well, because you knew like this isn't going to be canon. They're not going to require well, that you have watched.
0: Well, when Lost did it, yeah. like suckers. Not uh-huh. me so much, but you for yeah. sure. You were like, it's all part. Po- we're going to need to know this. Uh-huh. There are clues there. None of this is going to make sense unless you've seen all the Mobisodes, yeah. unless you've seen all the webisodes, unless you've read the book Bad Twin, mm-hmm. cover May- to cover. Maybe
1: they're going to uh, reveal how, every- how what is actually going on with everything, tie it all together in episode five of the Mobisodes. <laughs> And uh, instead of their, you know, uh, top rated network TV show. But but the issue was that they were having writers, of course, write these things or having non-union writers write these things because... Oftentimes,
0: it was writers' assistants that would—that uh, be oh, like okay. their way to like flex their muscles, right? And, like, right. Get into it. It'd be like an assignment for them.
1: Yeah, and it was stuff that the current contract the WGA had at the time did not envision this idea, so yeah. it did not cover.
0: That wasn't this. the sole reason. There was also like no, uh, but that was royalties bl- for DVD sales, yes. which were big at the time as well.
1: Uh, yeah, that was a big one. But, but the MOBISOS was big just because they knew, like, oh, this is going to get bigger.
0: At some point, if they don't have to adhere to the standard agreements for yes. this type of content, they're just going to be like, well, why don't we make it all that type of content? Yeah. And then they essentially freaking did it. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, that's the thing. they uh, They agreed to... Like uh, a pretty shitty streaming deal. I don't think it was even called streaming yet, because at the time there was not a way to monetize that kind of content.
0: When did S- Netflix streaming come out? And were there were, just, were the writers and everybody in Hollywood like, well, they're only just gonna have that one Zach Galifianakis <laughs> stand-up special and like uh, two weird direct-to-DVD movies on yeah. Netflix instant
1: forever and then little hammer showed up Mm -hmm. no but but that little steven little steven showed up uh yeah the it wasn't envisioned as something that would make money and that was the studio's argument like this is promotional material these are commercials for people watching the show which for that specific type of content Sure, they were right. Eh, They were always like, those things were sponsored by Verizon or something. There was money going around and not going to the people actually making this shit. But they did not seemingly... these
0: freaking mobisodes with like, hey, uh, on the island from Lost, have you ever wondered what the extras in the background, what their (laughs) inner lives were like? Yeah. It wasn't like, oh, wow, what a great advertisement. I better check out Lost, the TV show now. (laughs) Right. But never, I never th- never considered watching that. Yeah,
1: I mean, but you could argue like it. Oh, it's for the diehard fans, and it'll keep them diehard fans. Yeah. What? But but the my bottom line being, they did not anticipate Netflix and and all these streaming services. Uh, Netflix, I streaming, I think started maybe around that time or two thousand eight, but. When they did come out with Lillahammer, it was like, What? They're making their own content. And for a while, it was just kind of what they cast the worst actor of The Sopranos (laughs) in the lead role. Uh, Yeah. So, uh, well, obviously they're not serious about this, but then they got serious and they've been able to make all this shit under you were like, Hey, guess what? They
0: hired my hero and the rest is (laughs) Kevin Spacey.
1: Yeah. Um, Not my hero, to be clear. I just knew who Tim would have been <laughs> referring to.
0: No, you liked his uh his performance in uh Beyond the Sea, the Bobby Darren story.
1: I don't think I know that.
0: Uh, Kevin Spacey at the height of his powers. Mm-hmm. It's like Oscar winner. You know, in like a string of like really successful movies. He's like, yeah. I'm gonna write direct mm-hmm. produce and star in uh i'm forty five years old a biopic about uh Bobby darren
1: how old was Bobby darren when he died well,
0: well, i I don't know how old he was when he died, but the but the movie is like uh, when he sang Splish Splash, <laughs> he was 22 years old. And yeah. you see Kevin Spacey like, Splish Splash, I was taking a bath. I don't, I
1: don't think I knew about this. Yeah. Yeah, now I am curious <laughs> to see this. It sounds awful.
0: Yeah. I, uh, it, I even think it was one of those things that like, sounds awful. Let me, and then you're like, oh, this is nah, gonna be boring. No, it's like too bad. Yeah, a, yeah. exactly.
1: Um, so, yeah. Uh, they've been making shit under this crappy agreement for all these... Uh, Netflix and prime where they don't, the, the royalty structure is, uh, or the residuals are way different that basically for movies, TV shows, whenever a movie would come out on DVD and people bought those DVDs and a TV show or a movie would air on network TV or cable TV, actors would get checks and writers would get checks they would get a, a percentage. If
0: somebody's making money off of the thing that they made, you yeah. should get money for that.
1: I should get some money from that too, because I was a very important part of making this thing.
0: And me, the viewer, mm-hmm. I should get money too. <laughs> because sometimes I don't I don't like it. Yeah. You know, but I'm watching it and it's right.
1: just like I don't see how it ends. And it's like, mm-hmm.
0: well, I didn't like that. Yeah. Well, send you, me, you send can, give me a couple bucks. You can call them, me. and they'll
1: send you. Uh, they'll compensate you. They'll oh. send you money back. Bobby Darren
0: died at age thirty-seven. By the way, yeah, that's tragic. Oh, I know, old but old. I
1: thought he died like uh, uh, before. Uh, he was the age Kevin Spacey was at that time. Yeah, but. Uh, what was I saying? Where was I going with this? About uh, residuals? Oh, residuals. So,, uh, well I was saying,
0: <laughs> I, I'm not actually sure because I was looking up Bobby Darren and <laughs> I, R- I, was, I yeah. could tell.
1: <laughs> uh, with the thing with residuals is, even if because I said, oh, you know, I was an important part of this, sometimes people weren't an important part of it. They were barely in it. Maybe they had a line or two. But the thing was, it was played so many times, and so many people saw it that even if they were like, "All right, we'll give you a, you know one cent for every person that watched this this year," that would add up to to a, a a decent chunk of change. And that does not happen with the streamers; they do not pay any. They pay some residuals, but they also their big thing is none of them want to give their numbers out, their viewer numbers, yeah, which they would have to in order to. Figure out what I mean. They don't want to pay residuals either, but they also, especially, don't want uh, their actual numbers out there, presumably because a lot of them are worse than than what everybody. I think it's thinks. also
0: a mix of things, right? Like where yeah, it's that's like, true,
1: it's probably different in every. If situation. you have a
0: Netflix, right? Mm-hmm. I don't think like number one, they probably don't want you to know how few people watched.
1: Something they spent a ton of money on. Yeah, Yeah.
0: and they certainly don't want the producer or somebody or a director, somebody Mm -hmm. who worked on. A shit reality show and made no money <laughs> to know, like, to know oh, that uh, it is
1: th- by far the most successful. Seven hundred million people watch yeah, exactly. this around and the world. Like,
0: oh, you should actually, you should pay me for that. Yeah,
1: I got paid five thousand dollars for that whole season, and yeah, it, it was. And more people watch this than uh you know, whatever the
0: Scorsese movie. You paid <laughs> <yeah>. two hundred million dollars, <laughs> exactly, for.
1: which I'm sure happens all the time. Yeah. Uh, you know, and it's like, yeah, well, one thing's more expensive, and one thing, presumably, people are going to be watching for much longer. Well, I'm not going to get into an argument of why Scorsese. Uh, hey, people are always
0: watching The Irishman for much longer. I watch The right?
1: Irishman, Tim. I swear to God, every night, every <laughs> night before wow. I go to bed. I Swear to God on that one. Yeah,
0: I I love it. I just, it's I, a good. It's a good, just like wind down for the. It's yeah, you know, it's it, uh... it
1: settles me for the night
0: it's something you don't have to think about too much.
1: Um, so, yeah. Well, here's one of the... Because you would think, well, don't these actors know going into this, like uh, they're not going to get residuals? And the answer is yes. And if you're a famous actor and a powerful actor, you can negotiate that up front. So, like, some of these actors have gotten insane paydays and like anything, you know, you're Chris Hemsworth and you're making some shitty action movie for Netflix. You're not going to get residuals. So you might say, well, my normal fee is $15 million, but because I'm not going to get any residuals, I want $30 million. And they might say, yeah, okay. And then you might know like, oh yeah, and then 500,000 people watch this movie. They lost a ton of money. I wound up ahead. Maybe something does become a huge hit and they're like, ah, I would have made a little bit more, but I'm still okay. Okay. But for so what you're saying is, uh, try to be successful. Try to be very successful, then yeah. you can negotiate. No, but that's that's the problem that not everybody's successful and they don't have the power to negotiate. And against not these. by
0: any, uh, it, it the whole the whole profession. Yeah is a crapshoot because yes. like so much is uh, dependent, not just on you and your performance. Any mm-hmm. number of things can go wrong in a production. So if you're lucky enough to get some work, yeah. um, hopefully something will be a hit and that should, the success of that
1: mm-hmm. should
0: be able to carry you through fallow periods or yes. things where like productions didn't come together and something wasn't a, a success. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not like a, Hey, you get paid once for something, and like that's just not the kind of job it is.
1: Yeah, I mean there there are plenty of people that uh, I mean, and how many as do... a
0: thespian myself, Tom? Wow, I'm well versed in uh, the acting, uh, the the career the of game. an actor. Well, uh, it, you're triv- trivializing it by calling it a game, Tom. Uh, it's
1: a all... sport. <laughs> There's. I want to say 160,000 members of SAG. Maybe it's 140,000, mm-hmm. but it's a lot. And, you know, if you think like, okay, you got, uh, Tom Cruise, Brad Pitt. Uh, Clooney. Yeah, George Clooney, Jennifer Lopez, Jennifer Aniston. Garner, Jennifer Aniston. All the uh, We could be here all day with the Jennifers. Yeah. Uh, even if we spent 160, all- 160,000. 160,000. Tim, even if we spent and, all and, night-
0: uh, 95,000 of them, Jens. Wow, yeah. that's a lot.
1: Yeah. Huh. Well, there you go. If you want to uh, set your kid up for uh, success in Hollywood, name him Jen. But, uh, well, only to their friends. Jennifer, uh, their professional name. Yeah. But,. Uh, don't talk even, to me
0: about Jen Aniston's friends. Even Tom. if we were, even <laughs> a wacky
1: bunch, if we, even if we were here all night naming every SAG member we know, Tim, we wouldn't even crack. A, I bet we could maybe get a thousand. <laughs> but
0: do you think we could get to it? That we got five hours, Tom. Okay, well, I
1: guess you're you're right. No, but my point being that the vast majority of SAG members are working actors. Right? They they are people either. Just getting by, or like doing okay for themselves by by working their asses off. Especially nowadays, it's like well, the only way you can get like a middle class living as an actor, or or like even lower upper class living, is by working your ass off uh, because you're not going to see residuals on most of these things. How much money do you think Steven Root has? Uh, not enough. I'll yeah. tell you that much. For our finest, I think man. he probably, but I think that's probably a good example. That I bet he's probably like, Oh, I made more money off of news radio than anything else I've done in my career because that was uh playing on reruns for a long time <laughs> <laughs> and I got residuals from that because they you know it was playing on local affiliates and I right. would get uh you know a few cents every time it played or, or a dollar or whatever. Um, probably, yeah. Uh, I, I, I don't know what the... I don't know how HBO works because I was... Yeah, he's he's done a lot of HBO stuff. Yeah, and that's not TV. It's not TV. It works completely differently. Um, So, a lot of these actors, for a long time, what they relied on was residuals uh, so that, you know, there was, like, a base level of income coming in uh, for people, and... Even if it wasn't enough money to live on, you know, there there's multiple uh, uh, grades between making a living as an actor and making absolutely nothing as an actor. Right. And if you make twenty five thousand dollars a year off residuals, well, then that's enough to, you know, maybe you've got some savings or maybe you only have to work part time so you can still go to auditions. Uh, you know, you, you, it's going to be a little bit easier for you. And then some people made tons of money off residuals. And then also a lot of people, they're old. They can't act anymore. But they get residuals and you have to get, I think it's like somewhere around 24,000 a year you have to make as an actor to qualify for healthcare. Right. And they were saying because residuals and reruns and everything have gone away, that there are, you know, these elderly former actors in their, like, 80s and 90s that are losing their health care because they, they don't make enough money anymore to qualify. So that's that's the big thing they're fighting about. Yeah,
0: it's bad. You know what? The picket line seemed fun.
1: Yeah, it was full of A-list actors.
0: Yeah, I mean, look, I don't want to see anybody out of work. Mm-hmm. And I think everybody should get a fair deal. Yes, and I make a lot of jokes. Even Tom. the devil, the devil. Hey, the he devil did, should get his due. Well, you'd be. Lucky I heard if he, got he a went down to Georgia, and it was there was a whole fiddle competition, yeah. and like, look. And he lost fair and square. Yeah, exactly. And that's all he wants. He wants a fair shake. That's all the devil wants. Um, but uh, uh it does seem like. They're going to, you know, you got you got celebs there. Uh-huh. They have like theme days and stuff. Who? They have theme days, oh, or theme at least days. they did on, uh, you know, when the the WGA mm-hmm. started striking. Right. Yeah. They had like they, Simpsons. They day. could come up
1: with ideas. The actors. They were like, yeah. uh, "How about pretty day? <laughs> <laughs> we all try and look as pretty as we can." Yeah. Tom, there are ugly
0: actors out there.
1: Even the ugly actors, though, you see them in real life, in oh, real you're life like, oh, okay. TV. you're like, oh, that's that's either a normal looking person or a good looking person who, but when they're on TV acting opposite you know, so the... they make you want to throw up just <laughs> yeah, looking at them. it's like, oh, that person's disgusting <laughs> um uh,
0: but look, don't you wanna like doesn't it seem like I'd like to go on strike for a couple days mm-hmm. and then just be like, let's go march and chant and stuff.
1: Oh, yeah. Well, I was going to ask you this. Righteous what indignation do you think about? I feel like I've seen people that have gone to picket that are not in either of these unions. And that... I kind of... Like, hey, rub elbows with, with some... But, stuff but, but that's what it is, right? Like, I just feel like I've seen some people do that and they're like, you know... Yeah, we gotta have solidarity. It's like are you were you at like the last sanitation department uh union strike? No. Are you into the one that fucking Bob Odenkirk shows up at all the time and you see him on the news? So you could be like, Oh hi, I love Mr. Show. Yeah, I remember at the last
0: writer's strike, I was like walking through Manhattan and there <laughs> was a picket and it was like all uh there's like a bunch of people from snl yeah and i was like oh those are people from tv <laughs> yeah it was great yeah like i was like hey i support the thing yeah and of course i support the thing the but TV. i was like i'm never you know gonna yell it on the street unless uh you know like amy poehler's there and yeah. i'm like hey look at me
1: but, uh, blonde you know, lady you, you could have yelled live from new york and then done hey amy bowler you could have done everybody that you saw in their voices yeah it would have been nice a... for them wouldn't. They'd they they like been... we haven't heard that in a while yeah so it's nice to hear from a stranger <laughs> on the street <laughs> and <laughs> and what a Don, don pardo yell effect. our names <laughs> in a while <laughs> but you just did like a <laughs> mediocre don pardo impression yeah, it. It made us feel comfort, like we were back at work food, again. yeah uh one of the, there there's a few other big uh that by far is the biggest one i feel like the studios are kind of trying to distract by being like oh it's like ai and it that these guilds just want preventative stuff about ai because they can see what's coming down the pipe yeah the pipe pipe or pike hey either or i think it's pike and they know that oh if if they down can, the pipe is if they, they can just down the pipe. If they can scan me once and then use AI to make me and not pay me, that's absolutely what they'll do. Yeah. And they should have
0: depending- learned from uh Tim Burton's uh Willy Wonka.
1: What about it?
0: Who uh Deep Roy? They made a copy of that guy. What are you talking about? <laughs>
1: who the fuck is Deep Roy? You don't know who Deep Roy is? No. Well, maybe fucking... Uh, they made a copy of him. <laughs> what
0: do you mean? Open a book. <laughs> all the oopaloopas were one guy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This guy, Deep Roy. Okay,
1: yeah, I do remember that it was all the same. That wasn't AI that did that, you <laughs> idiot.
0: Yeah, but it would have been if if, 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 they, if they could have at the time.
1: Yeah. I, I you know... Uh, Basically, it's just the writers and actors being like, yeah, I know it doesn't seem like you'd be able to do that now. He says, yeah, it doesn't seem like you'd be able to do that now or like the results wouldn't be as good, but uh, you'll try it. And like for writers, at least the thing that I've heard, which I, which they're afraid of, which totally makes sense is, oh, a studio will have an idea. They'll put it into chat GPT or whatever chat GPT will spit out a shitty script and then they'll just hire somebody to rewrite that shitty script into a real script. So they'll just have AI do the first draft all the time, Uh, which I absolutely they would. And like, honestly, a lot of these like big blockbuster movies probably do a better job. If you were like, make a six Indiana Jones, It would probably be like, all right, well, we'll pull a lot more from, yeah, it probably do a better job. Is what I'm saying. Did you see the new Indiana Jones? I haven't seen it yet. Maybe I've heard great. mixed things about it. Yeah. But I also I heard Harrison Ford did it. <laughs> uh, well, but that's the other thing that I I watched uh, what's that guy's name? Captain Midnight. You, you watch yeah. his videos on YouTube. He's like a uh, Oh yeah, 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 yeah,
0: yeah. I've seen him. But he
1: has had a very good video about uh, uh, around like the strikes and one of the issues he was talking about was That Indiana Jones movie, the new one, costs like, I don't know, three or four hundred million dollars to make. And it just seems like all these things at this point, nobody stops and goes, we really think we're going to make all this money back. We seem like we're just throwing a lot of money at this and just praying that it becomes an Avengers Endgame Avatar 2 billion plus dollar hit. But we have no reason to really believe that. Indiana Jones, huge franchise, but, you know, those movies are old and uh, they're not they're not this this huge must see thing anymore. Yeah, it's the point he made was he said nobody, you know, nobody sat back and said, we're making an action movie starring an 80 year old man, regardless of how beloved the IP is. How much could this really make? And nobody said, you know what? We should make this movie for $100 million, and then we'll definitely make our money back.
0: Right. But also make sure you have Harrison Ford. Yes. He's the main guy.
1: He is the main guy. He plays uh, Indiana Jones. Mm. I haven't seen the it. new one. He might be playing a different character in the new one. But but the point being that like spending is just out yeah. of control and that's why all these studios that's are crying
0: covid restrictions <laughs> all
1: these studios are crying poverty and it's because they are in some cases like yeah the studio is losing a ton of money because they're spending it on insane you know this uh uh lord of the rings amazon prime show that nobody watched did that watched. come out yeah oh that's funny and they finished season 2 right before the strike ended uh, or started so, like season two, they'll be able to. That's funny put that out. that
0: came out. Did that get like nominated for any awards?
1: No, and it costs. I forget how much it was. It was the kind of price. I feel like it might have been like a billion dollars yeah. for the season. That each episode costs a hundred million dollars to make. And at no point did anybody go. Well, how could that ever make its money back? Mm because it's Amazon and they'll just throw money at things. And meanwhile,
0: they probably gave I think they gave
1: $50,000 to make
0: that jury duty TV show. Yeah, and it was great. And everybody loved it.
1: Yeah. But- Give
0: that guy. Is that guy in Seg?
1: The the main guy? Yeah. Probably not. Do they not. let a buffoon
0: who did who got <laughs> no, that guy got tricked? Like, yeah. <laughs> no, hey, he, here's your side guard. He, he he seems like the nicest man in the world. He does seem like the nice anybody
1: hasn't seen Jury Duty, it's amazing. And we're not talking about the Polly Shore movie. Yeah, that's, but that's also amazing, amazing but yeah. for different hey, reasons. Say hello
0: to Judge Ito. <laughs> <laughs> Topical humor. <laughs> hey, hits as hard uh, in twenty twenty three as it did
1: in nineteen ninety five. Um no, but uh, the the studios also aren't taking. Is it's so weird because they aren't taking chances on small things like that. It's like, well, let's put everything in one basket. Let, yeah. Let's you know. I mean, that's what happened to Warner Brothers. They were like, let's just start making. None of our superhero movies have ever done well, and then like Wonder Woman and Aquaman did well back to back. And then they were like, let's stop making other types of movies and just make superhero movies. And let's keep spending more and more money on them until they we gotta get.
0: gotta let... stop letting Wacko, Yakko, and Dot make <laughs> all their decisions over there.
1: But I mean, that's what happened with, with The Flash, where they spent so much money on it. It was like, this movie has to make money. And it didn't. And now people are mad that they aren't promoting the next DC uh movie, Blue Beetle. And it's like they don't have money. They are out of money, Warner yeah, Brothers.
0: They could borrow some from their CEO. Uh, yeah,
1: exactly. I mean, yeah, he's he's gutted everything for parts and but but you they're just spending way too much money on one thing, putting yeah. betting everything on you know, one one chip or whatever however you do it in uh betting yeah
0: betting everything on one chip
1: that's a seasoned <laughs> gambler right yeah. there. and then when it doesn't work out they're like oh shit that was all the money we had to make yeah. movies this year
0: yeah no you're right they should be throwing money at you know a rom-com yeah a superhero movie uh a snuff film, mm-hmm. uh, something this, for everyone. Yeah, exactly. And you know, you 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 place your chips on other chips or uh, whatever. The uh, it just
1: seems like they've gotten obsessed, at least with theatrical releases, with the idea of like hitting a billion dollars in revenue. Yeah. That that's like, and and it's just you like, know why?
0: Why Cause they're all listening to Justin Timberlake? Yeah. Well, just, but it's like... They're like, they thought a million dollars was cool, and then Justin Timberlake took them all aside and was like, million dollars isn't cool. You know what's cool?
1: Yeah, I, I know. I remember seeing the movie. A billion dollars is what he said. Uh, yeah, but, and I guess it's because of these executives that to them it's like, well, if we make a movie for $50 million and it makes $100 million, well, I can't take home... A two hundred million dollar payday from that. Right. But if we make a you know, a flash movie for four hundred million dollars and it makes a billion dollars, well now there's six hundred million dollars yeah. to fool around with. Hey. Tom. Uh-huh.
0: I feel like uh you were trying to say serious stuff this whole time. Uh <laughs> huh. And I was trying to remind you that this was a comedy podcast. But yeah, I you don't, were
1: you were sent in from the studios.
0: I don't want to lose fact of uh, both of us are very much in support of both. Yeah. WGA and SAG after and the thing Unless is
1: also An executive's listening and you've got a job for us. <laughs> uh,
0: sometimes you'll see on social media like somebody being like You know what? Everybody's talking a big game about uh, about supporting these unions. Yeah. And uh, you're not supporting them unless you cancel all your streaming services and Uh don't go see any movies. And then somebody else comes in and is like, that's actually counterproductive. You're (laughs) an idiot. And like then everybody gets all heated, uh, yeah, going yeah. back and forth about that. So which is why I'm just like I'm just gonna keep kind of watching TV once in a while.
1: Well, I know for that specifically that the unions have said we're we have not called for a consumer boycott. Yeah, I think they've actually said like you know that that at the very least that doesn't help. I don't know if it necessarily hurts. I don't think enough people are gonna do it without a people call so for it to angry hurt. Angry
0: about it too when the, when like one guy is like. This is why I don't like social media. Yeah. Because one guy is just like, (laughs) you assholes, you have to do this. And then another guy's like, you asshole, you got it completely backwards. And it's like, I trust both these guys.
1: (laughs) Yeah. You're not crossing the picket line if you turn on your TV right now. Mm. I totally get, like, I mean, uh, being disgusted with this whole situation and not wanting to give money to these people uh that that's completely valid but i think doing that and and then like posting on social media like you're a fucking hero because you canceled mm. your netflix subscription after the seventh time the prices have gone up it, relax everybody relax if you like I the show can't, you get g- back to work <laughs> <laughs> Just i'm running out of shit to watch if you like the show, you can find out more at TCGT.com. You can find all our social media links there. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram, at Tom Reynolds. Follow
0: me at your pal, Tim.
1: Uh, and you can check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash complete guide, where you get books, the podcast, and this week, a new book, a new week, a new book. That's not always the case. <laughs> I don't want to overpromise, but we, uh, we've we read uh, half of The Time Machine. Bye. Starring H.G. <laughs> Wells. Wow.
0: Yeah, and just so in case you didn't know, Books mm-hmm. the Podcast is a full hour-long podcast. Yeah, it's, it's an long. additional podcast. Sometimes it's po- longer than show, often it's yeah. longer. <laughs> yeah, because we also <laughs> record it after this show, and we Yeah, have we, beers. we continue
1: yeah. having beers. Yeah. Uh, Patreon.com slash Complete Guide, and you get, you get uh, all the back episodes of Books the Podcast when you sign up, to Check it out. It's dirt cheap. Yeah. it's five dollars i guess that's i don't know what the prices of dirt are nowadays dirt
0: is more expensive than five dollars it's cheaper than dirt
1: <laughs> um
0: we're really undervaluing this uh
1: i was uh, i mean there's a lot more i want to talk about i was just getting too heated
0: yeah go write it in your diary
1: and uh, maybe i will tim but i'm not part of wga so i can continue writing <laughs> But I was looking at. I know uh, you've
0: been you've been. you uh, have <laughs> been
1: ta- Tim. I've been inundated <laughs> with work. Been <laughs> taking a lot of meetings, Tom. Uh, I'm writing the entire next season of Yosemite <laughs> right now. Um,
0: that guy's fucking writing that show. Right? Oh, absolutely.
1: Yeah. Well, and like remember during the writer strike when Jay Leno was like, "Hey, write my own monologue. It's like, yeah, that's you're not supposed to do that, <laughs> yeah. asshole. Um, uh, speaking of that. Uh, this weekend is San Diego comic-con sag and WGM members are not allowed to promote anything Good. while they're on strike, which is something I hadn't really thought about, but a hundred percent makes sense. That's it. That's even worse. Cause a lot of times they're doing that work for free. Yeah. Um, so it sounds like Comic Con really sucks shit, because <laughs> uh, uh, you know it, it's like uh, I directed an episode of this TV show. Uh, <laughs> no
0: refunds,
1: nerds. Yeah, uh, but I uh, I thought you might be interested in this. Uh, I I got a list of things that they are not allowed to do. Uh, SAG members kissing, acting makes yeah, sense. Okay. Singing, dancing. This is uh, on camera work. Singing, oh, yeah. dancing performing stunts, performance capture or motion capture work, piloting on-camera aircraft, and Mm -hmm. puppeteering. Mm. Yeah, so Tom Cruise can't be out there like, oh, this is a... Tom Cruise, he's trying to get waivers and stuff, right? So there was a story that he was trying to get a publicity waiver for himself, But then uh, I read something and, you know, maybe this is just, you know, his PR people got to him that Scientologists that but it did make a little bit of sense that they said, no, it, it really didn't. He was talking about other people. It wasn't for him because he's actually done with his Mission Impossible press tour. Like and I'm like, oh, yeah, I've, he's been on that press tour for months now. Yeah. That. It's you like, know you oh, yeah. You rode I, a motorcycle off a. Off I a did cliff know that. I movie. saw a video of it online. Um,
0: Two years before the movie came <laughs> out.
1: <laughs> but there are a lot of. Um, uh, what was I going uh, to say? Other Other things shooting because they're independent productions. And independent doesn't mean just like, oh, it's my mom gave me the money to make this. Uh, one of the big ones, A24, they are not part of these agreements. So A24 is like multiple movies in production right now. Uh, because
0: they're not part of the AMPTP. Yes.
1: And all they have to do is like they get a waiver and basically it says uh, whatever the outcome of these negotiations will agree to that. Hmm. You know, which it seems fair. And it makes sense that you can't be like, well, we want to keep working. And then when they ne- we don't like that it's like well no you have to agree and and for these you know for smaller studios it's like yeah i mean we're not gonna be able to negotiate better than disney yeah uh
0: i remember during the last strike i might be mistaken here mm-hmm. about the details but yeah. it's my understanding that like letterman came back yeah with writers before everybody else because he owned his own production company and mm-hmm. he was like Oh, what do you guys want? Yeah, we'll agree to all those terms. And, like, basically, they broke off from the. And it was like, no, we'll give them what they're asking for. And he cut his own deal and came back, Um, which seems smart. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, and
1: I've seen people speculating that, like, maybe one of the. uh, Like, a streamer specifically, I've seen people say, like, Apple, because Apple doesn't have that many shows and movies. Apple's
0: really good enough. Easy on this, huh? What do you mean? Like, nobody's like, oh, screw you, Apple. Well, and
1: basically, people were saying, like, look, they don't make that much stuff and they've got tons of money. It'd probably be like a pretty good PR move if they were like, we made our own deal and we're back in production. Yeah, but
0: Tim Cook doesn't want to have to, like, see David Zaslov at the Hamptons and be like, oh, you broke right with uh, with the rich guys.
1: Yeah. Eh. I feel like Tim Cook's got like fuck you money even to somebody like David Zasloff. Mm-hmm. Like he doesn't really Walking care. Walking
0: down the street alone when I saw him. <laughs> <laughs> I know.
1: <laughs> All right, uh, that's it for this week. Uh, we're on strike uh, starting next week. <laughs> we'll see you then. No, it'll you, be scabs in next week. <laughs> in case we sound different, that's the explanation. See you next week.